Okay, August, month in review. Here we go, baby. This was a great month. Busiest month I think we've ever had at Scramble. It was a lot. Um, so many things to talk about. So I'm going to kind of go fast. Maybe we can keep this around 20 minutes real quick. I have a very exciting announcement to make at the end. So stick around and hear what I got to say. So, let's see. First thing is, we started our beginners class. Uh, we started our beginners class the first week in August. We've done four of them, and those are extremely successful. I am having a blast with those. I've only got to be at one of them, okay? But the great thing is, Jason taught one, and then Matthew Boyles taught two of them. And it's not going to be exclusively Matthew. It's just going to be a lot of our blue and purple belts, right? Because we're trying to get them coaching experience. It's very hard to get coaching experience in jiu-jitsu. It's like jiu-jitsu coaches don't let you because they don't want you to get too big for your britches or something. Um, but that's already happened with Matthew, so who cares? No, I'm just playing. Matthew's a great kid. But, uh, no, we're trying to get him some coaching experience, and that's the best way to do it is to let him coach. And a beginner's class is perfect because it's extremely fundamental. Like, fundamentally isn't even the word. It's like, sure enough, beginner techniques. And really, to be honest with you, a big part of uh, beginner class is just the vocabulary we use. When you tell somebody, get your frames and shrimp out, they don't know what that means. So you have to teach them. Uh, and a lot of people learn the hard way because they don't the first time they're rolling and they get smashed. But the idea with beginner's class is we let you get a chance to at least know what you're supposed to. Are you going to be able to do it? No. Sorry. You're not going to be able to do it. Uh, but you will at least know what you're supposed to do. So we worked on closed guard, top and bottom, half guard, top and bottom over the past four weeks. It was really great. We had a lot of people that don't um, necessarily train in our fundamentals and advanced classes come because they're parents of kids that train. The only way to be able to come to this class is if you pay a membership at Scramble Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Wrestling. And pa parents of children pay a membership. So they, they come and they learn what their kids are going through a little bit and how to help their kids and such. I think it's a really good thing that maybe one day hopefully gets the parents in there training with us full time, but at the very least, at least they understand what the kids are doing now instead of just watching and thinking they understand because I promise you parents, if you're listening to this, you have absolutely no idea until <laughs> you get out there and you try to do a frame and shrimp, okay? So there's that, the beginner's class. Next thing is Professor Carlos dropped a BJJ Fanatics DVD. And that is freaking amazing. I'm going to put it as a post on our, our Instagram for Half Your Problem Podcast. So if you're interested in looking at this uh, DVD, it is his 100 kilos kill system. And it's how he gets to his 100 kilos, how he kills people from the 100 kilos. And he kills you. I don't mean to tap you. I mean the man will kill you. So Professor Carlos has that BJJ Fanatics DVD. You should really look into buying it. Support him. And carry on this old school, hateful, mean jujitsu that people are starting to get back into. This pressure passing and stuff. I heard one of the flow grappling idiots say that uh, you don't see people use mount anymore. It's like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, oh man, that makes me so mad. But my point is, they're trying to sell a product. They're doing a good job. Uh, but but they are right. Mount and pressure is coming back into style. So. Yeah, get look into Professor Carlos's DVD. It's a really you're gonna get a leg up on everybody. 
Um, we also did White Belt and Blue Belt of the Year this year. We had celebrated our three-year anniversary. So this is our third White Belt and Blue Belt of the Year. It was absolutely amazing. And uh, we, the winners we had this year, all three of them for White Belt of the Year, we had a male and female White Belt of the Year. And then we did them separate for Blue Belt. So we had three winners. They are the three best competitors we've had so far win. I, I genuinely feel that way. Uh, they are all three extremely sporty at their belt rank. Chris Sherfield won White Belt of the Year. Steve Cox won the Dude Blue Belt of the Year. And Allison East won the Lady Blue Belt of the Year. I'm incredibly proud of all three of these athletes uh, and competitors and students and friends. And I cannot wait to see how much they improve over the next year. But that, uh, it was a great time. That same night, we did a my gender reveal. And it turns out I'm having a daughter. And I get a little lightheaded every time I say that because I have no idea what I'm doing with a daughter. But <laughs> I'm so excited. Matthew Boyles, Sam Trailer did a gender reveal jiu-jitsu match for us. Jason Hamilton, our head coach at Scramble, was the only one that knew the gender up until about 45 minutes before the match. Thank goodness, because I would have pried it out of Matthew and Sam. So the three of them did an incredible job helping us with this gender reveal. It was the best gender reveal there has ever been, and it's not close. Uh... Your genderville wasn't as cool as mine. Sorry. But there were like 100 people there that night in the gym. Uh, people that train with us, people that don't, people competing, people from New Jersey. The New Jersey boys were down that weekend from uh, Jeff Cressman's gym and a Cressman MMA. And, dude, it was incredible. I love Jeff to death. I love some of the students' events, all them. We had three or – I think it was three or four of them. It's been a little couple weeks now. Uh, and we drank a lot of beer that weekend. That next Saturday morning, the next morning after the genderville, after the white belt, blue belt of the year, we did Professor Carlos's seminar. That's why everybody was in town for it. We had 60 people on the map for this, and it was a blast. We had a great time. Best seminar yet. Uh, Professor is obviously he's a fourth degree black belt, so he knows some things. But it's just the little things. I love the little things that he does. It's not even the like big picture, um, and if you know, you've been training a long time, a lot of jiu-jitsu is the same, but some of the stuff he does, the nuances are just so different and useful, and I can take them and apply them to different techniques, not just the one he's showing, and that's what I love about his seminars. He shows 70 techniques every time because his goal is for you to leave with one thing, so instead of just showing five things and hoping that one of these spoke to you and maybe that not happening... He shows 70 things, or however many things. 70 might be a little exaggerated, but a lot of things. And hope he hopes that you can at least take one thing. If you can take one thing from his seminar, it was worth being there. And I 100% agree with him. So, uh, terrific seminar. I'm super proud of Professor Carlos. At the seminar, we had four promotions. We had one, we had a kid get promoted, a teenager. We call him Murder Child. The kid's a stud. He's a green and white belt now. Uh, we had two white belts get promoted to blue belt. Uh, Brent Watley, Jeremy Scott, incredibly proud of them, especially seeing how they're both old as dirt. Uh, so that's a big deal. You know, it's mu so much harder for an older man to get promoted in jiu-jitsu. And I think it's really easy for people like me who are in their 20s or, or younger or maybe even in your 30s. You look at those 
older guys and you just think they're, you know, ah, whatever, you know, it's not that much harder. I promise you it is dramatically harder. Uh, I've seen it 12 years, going on 12 years now, it is way harder for them. Uh, and I'm super proud of those two. And then lastly, the oldest of all the old, Gene Williams, got his first degree on his black belt. And that is a big freaking deal. You could tell it was a big deal for Professor Carlos. And I am incredibly proud of Gene. The only reason we got linked up with Professor Carlos is because of Gene Williams. Gene Williams arguably, arguably has done more for Scramble Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and wrestling than anyone that isn't one of the coaches and owners and such. Like this guy has been there from the beginning. And I am incredibly proud of Gene. I love him to death. He's the most loving, caring psychopath I've ever met and an absolute murder machine. So congratulations, Gene, on that first degree. Let's see. Let's keep it moving here. Um, oh, dude, we partied all weekend. <laughs> we partied all weekend with him, guys, with Professor. He's, that's what's so cool about Professor is that he's able to get in there and mix it up with us. Like He doesn't want to be put on a, a, a pedestal or a podium and, and put above the rest of us a throne and held away. He wants to be mingling with us which is what makes him so special. And I've been a part of a couple different affiliations, and they're not all like that, and that's fine. You know, you can do yours the way you want. But I'm going to tell you right now, I have more fun, and I learn more from the man, not the coach, not the instructor that is Professor Carlos, but the man that is Carlos, not Professor, but Carlos, teaches me more about life and jiu-jitsu and all kinds of stuff when we're sitting around just mingling having a good time, right? Even if he's not intentionally teaching me, I'm observing him and learning about his life and learning about what I want for myself when I look at him. And I'm very, very thankful for that. We partied all freaking weekend. Um, so at the party after the seminar, we gave out some awards. And there were some goofy ones, and there were some really cool ones. There were some that you earned at Blue Belt and White Belt of the Year and such. But there was one that stands out to me more than anything else, and it's uh, it is the Dan Askew Effort Dan Askew Effort Award, and this is the first time we've ever given it out. I think we're gonna make it a regular thing. Dan Askew was a guy that trained with us, and he has actually passed away, and I believe it was uh, 2020. I know it was early in the year, January, and he passed away, and. But he had been training with us. He was a lifelong martial artist. And Dan gave 100% every single time he touched the mat. And anybody that trained with him, it was easy to tell. Like, one, he rolled hard, but also he took the drills very serious. He was very attentive. And he gave 100 every time. And I miss Dan. And we wanted a way to remember Dan for, for his effort and for who he was. And so we're, we've decided to give out the Dan Askew Effort Award. And Matthew Boyles won that award this year because if you know Matthew, he's the same way. When the dude decides he's going to train, he gives 100, right? When he's on the mat, he is given 100. And for that, I'm proud. Matthew's like a, a, a little son brother to me. And I thank the world to him too. And I'm glad that he was able to walk away with that award that he earned with, for his effort, just like Dan Askew. And that's really cool. Uh, we did something really cool this, this month for our members that a lot of jiu-jitsu schools don't do. We, gave, we did a picture day. So we canceled classes one night, had everybody come in in their geese, take pictures. And <laughs> it was cool. It was different. Jiu-jitsu gyms need to do that more, I feel like. 
but we had a great time with it. Probably 20 kids came, a couple adults, and I think we're going to do it again. I think it'll be even more successful, but we did a picture day, and they're, they're getting their proofs back, and everybody's loving their pictures. They're super excited about it. I am too. I got a picture with everyone that came uh, individually, and uh, I'm glad that I'll have that to remember them by, and they'll have that to remember me by. And remember their experience at Scramble Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Wrestling. So if you are a gym owner or a coach or whatever, maybe you do this at your gym. Uh, it was a really cool idea. I'm very proud of it. It's a lot of work on my part, but uh, a lot of like just communicating uh, from the, the lady, the photographer, to the parents and to the kids and to the adults. It was a lot. But, you know, it's totally worth it in the end. We're also doing ranked gear this month. We're getting ready to send out the orders. You've got like a day and a half, so from me making this recording. So this Friday, I guess that is the second. It's out of here, man. I'm technically not taking any more after the first, but if someone can figure out a way to meet up with me and not inconvenience me on Friday, I'll take their money. I'm not going to say no. But we're sending out some ranked gear to get ordered off, and then we'll hopefully we'll have it back by October which we'll talk about October later, but hopefully we'll have it back by then. Um, but I'm very excited about this ranked gear. We haven't done that in three years since we did a deal with Della Aesthetics, uh, Jesus Della Cruz, who we've got to get on the podcast. And I, uh, I, really, I really am looking forward to this gear. But let's see. We did the ranked gear. We did the trip to Indiana, which we did a whole podcast episode on. That podcast is like more of a conversation with the two coaches and owners of Nice Guy Submission Fighting in Evansville, Indiana. Bobby Emmons and David Overfield. Great guys. I think the world of them. I've known them a couple years now. And I've trained up there several times. I took Randy Roden, our wrestling coach from Scramble Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Wrestling. Uh, he's a blue belt that trains under Jason. And we both went and trained with those guys for three days. I'm not sure... If we did more jujitsu rounds or drank more beer, but I'll let you listen to that podcast and uh, to to hear all that. It was an absolute blast, and I'm very very thankful for it. So moving out of August into September, what to look forward to? Right. Well, we're moving out of the clamp guard. We've been working a lot of clamp guard in our classes, uh, like our fundamentals and advanced classes, like how to get there, how to finish from there, all your options, and from clamp guard. And we've lately we've been doing it entering from closed guard, and it's been a great time. Uh, I'm very excited to not do it anymore. Clamp guard is a huge part of my game, but I am I'll be honest, I'm tired of coaching it. I'm tired of drilling it. I'm ready to keep move on to something else, and uh, I think everybody else is too because we did it a lot this month. So uh, we're going to be moving into more of our closed guard play for the month of September in our classes at Scramble, but. I'm looking forward to close guard. Close guard is my happy place. Being my size, my length, my build, all that. With my injuries, like it's just easier for me to, to play close guard and safer for me to do that on a daily basis than anything else. Um, so September, though, starts my challenge. Every other month, I do a challenge for myself to make jiu-jitsu hard and, and, and to make it even harder than it is. Um, the set month of September, I'm only doing wrestle-ups. So if you're one of my training partners, listen to this. Here I come. I'm wrestling up. Y'all are going to ragdoll me for the whole month of September. Um, I'm small and fragile and scared of wrestling, honestly. I coach wrestling. It's not so bad uh, folk style, but with jiu-jitsu, with the chokes and everything, like, 
whew, I just don't like wrestling up. But uh, I think it's just that I'm lazy and my diet sucks and I don't sleep right. <laughs> and I feel I'm a little overtrained because of those things. And uh, I just don't. I just want to lay there and I would rather tap you from the bottom. I'm still going to use my guard play and my leg lock entries to enter on my wrestle ups. But my intentions are not to top, tap anybody from the bottom to wrestle up first and only tap from the top. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if I if I survive the month of September. But I'm going to give my best effort on that. Uh, so also this month of September, what to look forward to is uh, we don't have a lot going on this month, but Jacob Arp, he moved to Savannah, Georgia. He is doing an MMA fight, his first ever MMA fight. I can't remember the date on it. Sorry, I think it's September 24th. I know it's later September. Um, I'm very excited for Jacob. I love Jacob to death. I talk to him on a regular basis, like maybe every day, every other day, something like that. And uh, I'm very excited. He trains out of Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah uh, with James. Let me say your name right, James. James Finizio. 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 Yeah, I think. I don't know. I had to say it like an Italian as best I could, and it was a pretty awful accent. But James, the head coach of Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah. Great guy. I've gotten to hang out with him and train with him. Very good black belt. I'm very happy for Jacob that he trains with this, these people and that they invest into him like they do. I'm very excited for Jacob's MMA fight. But now to the big announcement I wanted to make. Jacob and I were having a conversation. I can't claim this idea. It was Jacob's idea. But Jacob had an idea. And I am looking for someone that has never done Jiu-Jitsu or wrestling. Okay, that is the one prerequisite. You cannot have done those before. I am looking to interview someone that's never done it that is willing to try it. Okay, I want to interview it before their first jiu-jitsu experience and then after their first jiu-jitsu experience. I haven't decided if I'm going to do it directly after their first class where it's fresh on their brain or if I'm going to give them a week of training and then interview them after a week. But... I want to do this, and I, the Half Your Problem podcast is willing to pay for a month of jiu-jitsu at Scramble Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Wrestling if you, if you do this interview with me and, and we make an episode on this. That is six free weeks of jiu-jitsu, probably a little more, really, because you get two free weeks from Scramble, and then you get four free weeks from the Half Your Problem podcast that we're going to pay for it for you. So... If you know somebody, you're listening to this, or you are somebody, whatever, send them this podcast, get them to listen to it, or just skip to the end, I don't care, and I, I need to find these people. I'm going to pick the best candidate. You can get them to apply by emailing me at halfyourproblempodcast at gmail.com, and you get them to do this. It's important to me. This will be a good episode. I think they'll appreciate it. You know that they'll love jiu-jitsu if they start. If you do it, you know they do. Here's the thing about jiu-jitsu. You're selling a product that is in demand, but people don't realize it. They don't realize they need it in their life, right? So people aren't clamoring to get in there until they do it the first time. And then you have people that do it ultra-consistently for as long as they can until something big changes in their life. So... My point is, it's in demand, you just don't know it. Get them in there with me. But first, let me interview them. See what they think. See what they're expecting. Uh, 
you know, just how they found it, why they want to get into it, and all that. That would be great. I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited about that, and I'm looking forward to doing that interview. Let's see. I think that's it, guys. Yeah, that's it. So, listen, contact me. Send me some ideas at Half Your Problem Podcast email. I just announced it earlier. You can send it to our Instagram. You can contact me, PJ Broom, at uh, the little at symbol, PJ Broom three on Instagram or look me up on Facebook. If you train at Scramble, you can send it to me through the remind that you should be on that you're probably not, that I'm always preaching at you, you need to be on. Uh, Get in contact me. Give me some criticism. Give me some uh, shit talking if you want. Give me some ideas about podcast episodes like Jacob did. Um, Come on. I want to hear it. Let's go. Uh, I'm very excited. You can tell. But we've went a little over the 20 minutes. I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Get your friends that have never trained to contact me, damn it. I want to do an interview. It's going to be great. Love you. Bye.